the book writers resource podcast the book writers resource podcast hello and welcome to another episode of the book writers resource with me ian pringle later we'll be hearing from mandy but first of all i interviewed mark evans Mark is the writer of How to Transform Your Life with Impact, Unlock the Best of You. I started by asking Mark what gave him the inspiration to write this book. Well, I've been a coach and therapist since 2005. So I, last count, I've worked with about three and a half thousand people in you know, different contexts, higher education, business, um, employee, industry, uh, support. Um, and it was when I set up my business in 2015 when I came across people who do marketing and business coaches and you know people who help you know uh, other people set up businesses. You know that the idea of a book was suggested to me because I've I've got this impact model, uh, which is my own uh, take on what comes to you know when it comes to personal professional transformation. You know what works and doesn't work in as the study of all that time I spent with those three and a half thousand people and and the. The culmination of all of that study and reflection, etc., was was my impact model, you know, uh, and that's what I turned into a book um, at the suggestion of of one of those marketeers that I met. Was it a good suggestion? Was that was it? A- well, at the time, it, you know, I kind of I, I raised an eyebrow and thought, yeah, whatever, Stephen, you know, that's fine. Um, but it it was five years later um, that I I sort of started to write in anger, and that was triggered by lockdown, by COVID, uh. um, because my business had been a, a certain in an iteration before lockdown, before COVID, um, after, you know, um, well, I lost my business overnight, you know, with the first lockdown and, um, uh, you know, which initially was quite difficult, but, you know, Phoenix from the flames, you know, it gave me an opportunity to reflect on who I was and, and what I wanted my business to be. And that kind of memory of why don't you write a book, you know, never, never left me really. And then suddenly I had tracks of time, vast amounts of time. Um, and I, yeah, I chose that first summer, first spring, so a summer of lockdown, you know, to, to start writing and anger and you know the 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 book um you know that came out in august 21 i believe it was 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 that first edition of of my book and so there were two things there there was a there was a sort of nudge which was in this case a kind of marketing nudge and then there was time which is which was suddenly given to you on a plate like it was for a lot of other people yeah I'd, I'd already got my impact model forming you know um, I mean I've been trying trying it over many many years you know with with you know I've just been fortunate to work with hundreds thousands of people um so I was able to you know, practice my impact model on lots and lots of people and uh, and it just kind of formulated together you know um, it all kind of made sense and I actually a lot of it was already written in my head I just had to sit down at a computer and you know put words onto a screen so um and what so, so what were some of the obstacles for that then I guess like you know you, like you say you you kind of had a book there already and I, I can imagine entirely you have a a theory and an application and you work with individuals and you know what steps you go through to help them sort of develop that impact to those conversations with impact um but i guess i'm guessing it wasn't as there were some moments where it was a bit of a challenge what what were some of the obstacles in getting that down and getting that into a a book form i i i 
kind of recognized that I could write a book, you know, it would be a Word document, but it wouldn't be professionally, you know, produced. It wouldn't look like a book. There might be the words there. Um, and I was, I was sort of thinking, well, how am I going to turn it into a book? And I'm aware that some people self-publish and I'd vaguely heard of people doing that via Amazon. Um, and then Mandy Ward and David Hambling popped into my LinkedIn feed uh, and it had Mandy as a book coach. Uh, and I thought, Do you know what, I'm going to give her a call. And, and I did. And the rest is history. I, they were very kind to say the book was pretty much written. They didn't need to do a lot of, you know, make a lot of suggestions regarding content or anything like that, you know. But obviously, what they did do was provide the psychological encouragement because at times I did, I did go stark raving mad, insane, you know, <laughs> you know, blood pouring from my eyes trying to get the words out. Um, so yeah, the psychological encouragement, and then you know, really David, the technical expertise, you know, um, as an editor, as a as a typesetter. Obviously, Mandy's written books uh, as well, you know. So that accumulative knowledge, wisdom, and what you know, they were able to pass on to me. And, you know, when I'd sit there and I kind of know that I could pick up the phone to Mandy or that David would turn it into, into the book that it, it, it's, it, it's become was, was really, really helpful. So they were the prime, they were the principal objects, uh, yeah. sorry, uh, barriers to, to me, to be finishing. Yeah. And, um, and it was Mandy and uh, David that were helping you overcome those barriers in in that situation. And it's interesting to say, uh, surprisingly, I suppose, but for you, the the psychological barriers were were some of those ones that you that you came up against. Um, you probably know all about those barriers. What 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 psychologically does it give you to work with coaches in that way? Well. I, you know, I, I, the parallel process is when someone comes to work with me, you know, they, when someone works with me, you know, it, it tells me um, something about their existing conversations, you know, which means that by themselves or with their existing support network, they, they can't make progress, they can't make the difference that they're after, you know, so I, I then they, people come to me, and I need to give them what they don't have to give themselves or, or other people, you know, their husbands or wives or bosses or colleagues, um, what they can't give them either, you know, my job is to provide that. And that's what Mandy and David did, they just gave me what I did didn't have which I needed which was information knowledge support etc you know all of which manifest as, as psychological blocks because because when you need to move pro make progress but you don't have what you need to make progress that generate stress and yeah. um you know and mandy and david i can just literally pick out you know what i needed from them you know at key at key moments you know when i was kind of struggling or stuck or or lacking uh, for inspiration um so that's what they gave me yeah that that ability you remove psychological blocks by by finding what you don't have at the time and and, and acquiring it and and putting it into practice yeah absolutely and um and so you've you've kind of but you came through all of that you got the book published you sort of got to the end of that how did that feel getting to that final part well it's not the final part but that particular part of the journey that felt good i suppose it was very much into the unknown i mean what what maybe you don't know, which I do now, is is the second edition of the book is is pretty much done. So this is a book two and a half years later, um, which um, which you know David and Mandy are working on, and that's pretty much done. Um, and I suppose I look back at when the first book came out, and I think this second book, which I'm about to finish, is the one I would have written two and two two and a half years ago if I hadn't have gone round the twist writing the first one. So it's not uh, a difficult second album, this one. Actually, it sounds like it's it, it's the the, the, an easier second album for it you. was easier it, it, but it does color how i view that time two two and a half years ago um you know um I, 
I don't know, the analogy is sometimes when you look back at an old car that you used to have, and at the time it felt, you know, it, really, you know, it was sleek and sexy and you were proud to drive around in it. And then you see one a few years later and you think, oh my God, did I, how did I ever drive around in that thing? That's how I feel about my, my first book. The second edition is that is that updated version, which truly represents, I think, me, my impact model and what I would have liked to have said. Um, so yeah, it's an odd time reflecting back on, on Twitter. I was proud and obviously I'm glad it was out there and it, it has done wonders for my business and, and for my and for the client who I work with them um, but I think I think this time round it's um you know I'm really proud of it and I, I, and I'm a better writer there's more content the concepts have been honed and refined and I'm able to put that you know uh, into the book the artwork is better there's great illustrations from this amazing artist Dave who I've who I've uh, met um, not the same David a uh, different one um so I think yes the overall the overall uh, impact, if I can use the, the phrase from from the book and my business is is going to be much greater um sounds like you had a almost like the first edition was a real learning opportunity for you and this and this new edition that you're that you're bringing out you've you've been able to think much more widely about how you do it almost like interesting because you were talking before about that sort of first process and and some of the psychological barriers and finding yourself a little stuck here and there and then having that support almost accountability of uh, uh coaches has given you a lot um, and now that confidence has grown a lot, actually, through yeah, that I, process. You you seem to have a lot more in temp- As you talk about that second edition, it sounds like that's something you've got much more control over. Definitely. When I I, I knew I wanted to to have another look at the book and and produce a second edition, um, but I th- I thought I'd be making a few tweaks, few changes. I I didn't think fundamentally it would change, um, but actually, when I got into the writing process. Um, you know, I, I actually quite enjoyed it, and it was relatively easy. You know, because I, I've done loads of blog writing. I've done loads of writing since I since I wrote that first book. You know, so um, yeah, I surprised myself with how how you know more proficient I was at writing. You know, and how easier the the ideas and concepts came. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah. So just as a sort of tip to authors, it sounds like um, particularly, I guess, for well, for all authors, fiction or nonfiction what you're sounding like you're doing is that you are including writing in much of what you do um be that blog posts be that uh you know writing for clients or giving them additional information or follow-ups from training sessions and things like that but of course that that is actually um material that can be tweaked and added to your book as well so you in a way you're just if you add more writing to your life you're gonna you're gonna make that job of writing a book easier later on yeah 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 you know uh, one thing that worked first time around and worked particularly well the second time around was i just imagined having a conversation with a client you know so i'd I'd, I'd have that conversation and one or two clients who just seem to really typify you know uh you know you know um my ideal type of client and and who would uh you know really made the impact model work for them in their personal professional life so each time i got to a page i would just think right let's have a chat with matt or let's have a chat with sue or whoever it was you know and and the page pretty much wrote itself so yeah much to my great relief the second time round because i <laughs> I'm not sure I could have gone through the through the mill again um, the second time round in the way that I did first uh, the first. But yeah, to any aspiring writer, you know, yeah, the first book uh, in uh, can be a real hurdle to get over. But once you've got it and you've got that that blueprint, you've got that that evidence, you know, that it's possible. Um, uh, yeah, I, there's a reasonable chance that that second book, third book, fourth book, you know, will will be uh, that much easier. And is that, I know you haven't quite got to the end of the second book yet, but... Um... Well, it's done all by the shouting. David just needs to do a bit of typesetting, you know, one or two typos, but it is pretty much done. So yeah. the content is done. Correct. You've kind of, you're almost done on that 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 second book. Is there a third one starting to 
to, to buzz away at the back of your mind. There is a third book starting to buzz away, and it, it kind of it's buzzed onto the screen already. Um, I, more recently, I've worked with some clients who have struggled with retirement. Um, you know, they really they really found that transition from working life to retired life quite difficult. Um, and I was having a chance conversation with uh, just a contact on LinkedIn who who also coaches people uh, in going into retirement. And I and I kind of thought, well, there's a book there. Um, now the thing with my with my impact model is it's quite catchy, uh, and I've just got this title called Retire with Impact. Um, you know, uh, uh, and so what I'm going to do, what I've started to do, is take the basic shell of of the of the two of the two books that you know uh, that I've written. You know, and you know, uh, Paul McKenna, you know the hypnotist Paul McKenna. Yes. he's got loads of books, but if actually you look at those books, they are f- fundamentally the same book. He just replaces lose weight with sugar, or you yes. know, or, or get a new job, or you know, or make a million or something. So, but they're fundamentally the same book, and and I've I've got quite. Got quite a lot of time for Paul McKenna, and and the fact that he's got this blueprint because it's so you know it's so powerful and and and, and you know um, generalizable. So that's what I'm doing. I'm making subtle changes, you know, uh, meaningful changes to the book, but fundamentally keeping the structure of the first two, you know, and and writing a book about retirement because I've got these great case studies from 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 clients. Um, and I think in this country we're not getting any younger, so I'm 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 hoping that it'll it'll really make a difference to people's lives as it has, you know, to the clients I've worked with. I think it's a really interesting. I mean, as a business model, it sounds like a great idea that you that you're streamlining that process and you're and you're finding applications to the same thing. You don't have to re- reinvent the wheel completely. You don't have to write a brand new idea. It's just well, actually, this idea does work in this context. Conversations with impact might not appeal to somebody that's retiring. In fact, it might be the antipathy of what they want to do. You know, but but yeah, you know, they may have spent time in. Corporate sector, well, think, kind of, but sadly, such an actually retiring yeah. with impact. Yeah, like ah, I am struggling a little bit with this. What am I supposed to do now? Well, I think yeah. the impact model. You know, the, I'll quickly summarise the six stages. But you know, you've got to have conversations with impact. You've got to find meaning. You've got to understand your patterns. You've got to find acceptance. Uh, deal with challenge and, and 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 achieve your transformation. So those six concepts apply whether you're uh, a university student or whether you're someone in retirement or, or somewhere in between. Um, so I think it is. It it is a book that can be um, written for different uh, audiences, different you know uh, different you know people in, in in different situations. Just the retirement um, retirement idea just came because I've just you know you know just been working with people who've been who've been struggling with it. Um, but you know I've worked in higher education for twelve thirteen years. You know as a student coach and therapist, I'm I know that the impact model and uh, you know is applicable to the students because I tried it out on on quite a few of them, and I know that there's a book there. So. Um, I just got to make sure that the book isn't too obviously a, a copy, you know, and a poor one, you know, mm-hmm. and clearly something that just is there to make money. Uh, that's that's not why I'm in business. I'm there to make a difference to people's lives, and so I've got to make sure that any new book on a new subject like retirement, you know, or, or education, you know, is meaningful and it and it and it you know isn't just a kind of a marketing gimmick. Um, but but yeah, you're right. It's it's it's. I think it is. No, there's it, a definite business model there. And in the end, people, you know, a, a book will only survive. If people in the end get something from the book, won't they? So if yeah. it, you know, if it does feel like it's a, well, I'm really a lucky. hashed up idea, then then yeah. I don't, you know, you, yeah. you know that won't work. Yeah, um, yeah. but uh, studying with impact also sounds yeah. like it's got a good yeah. ring to it. Yeah. Doesn't Back it? to work with impact, retire yeah. with impact. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, all of those yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of fits together very nicely. I guess so. Finishing off, really. What what's the for for other people writing from your own experience and what you've got from this what what would you say to them what would your advice be to them 
I think um, perfection is uh, enemy of the good, I think is that phrase. Um, it is now. So, yes, it is now. Um, so if you if someone thinks they have a book in them, um, just to start writing, I know it's a cliche, but it really is. If you've got something on a page, you know, uh, you know, and you've got something on many pages, you know, at least you've got something to work with. You know, I think I started off with a with a bit of lumpy clay on a potter's wheel, you know, and at the end of it, I ended up with something I, you know, I'd sculpted in, sculpted into something I like the look of. You know, if you if you decide that that initial lumpy bit of clay, you know, it, you know, you know, it, it isn't good enough, and and you don't pursue, you know, um, you don't pursue, uh, you know, that sculpting uh, process of writing. As a result, I think that'd be a real shame you know so yeah just trust your trust the fact you've got a book in you you've started writing don't be too um prescriptive don't be too perfectionistic don't be too you know um defeatist at the start if, if what you start with uh, you know doesn't look like something that that you want to end up with you know because with david or or mandy you know or people like them you know th- you know there are other people out there who can kind of you know you know t- produce a, a great book for you yeah, absolutely. And so that that's sticking at it, um, basically, is the idea there. And it getting, getting things down, like you said, and finding reasons. The other thing I've he- heard from you, and I think that's really stuck with me, is that idea of just sort of finding the reason to write, making sure that you're including that writing in your day. Some people have, you know, strict kind of writing regimes, but maybe for some people, it's like, well, actually, that's an interesting idea. Let me write a blog about it. Let me do this. And then starting to put all those pieces of the jigsaw together yeah i wasn't so much writing a book as 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 an extension of what i do for a living which is to make a difference to people's lives you know uh through coaching and therapy so the book was a was was a conversation with people um you know in a more remote sense you know as a a reader of a book you know to make a difference to theirs you know so that i never lost that each time i sat down i wasn't just you know writing a book to make money and you know as a marketing exercise as, as, as a product it was it was you know visualizing someone reading my book and thinking wow yeah i didn't know that and now now that now that I do know that I I know I can go and you know make progress in my life and uh, so yeah whoever's writing a book you know I know it's a very uh, a bit of a cliche these days but if you've got your why you know that that really is enough to get you through the difficult days and to make sure you know that you make the most of the good ones yeah yeah great uh, really interesting and I suppose uh, before we finish up people you you need to tell us what the names are of the books that people can go out and get and find out about what you do and are probably also worth just sharing if people are interested in coaching and therapy that you offer where they can go to find out about that yeah so the the book is called how to transform your life with impact unlock the best of you uh, first edition and, and soon to be second edition uh, and they can find me at conversations with impact.co.uk so mandy that was um mark talking about his book and i think that's uh, out of all the people that we interviewed that's the that's the real subject matter yeah book isn't it i mean i know some of the other authors i've spoken to are writing about their own lives and maybe their profession to a degree yeah but this is proper non-fiction subject matter you know it's a self-help book as well um and i mean i've read um a fair bit of the book and i and i think it's got great advice in it it's a really really useful book Mm um sometimes mark's you know i think he i don't know if he's selling himself enough with it what what do you think (laughs) It is a really good book, and it's obviously based on Mark's experience. Um, Mark was one of the first customers that we worked with, and after our first conversation, he wanted to know, I'll always remember this, is it any good, is it any good, is it any good? And a a lot of subject matter experts do question themselves, but really, it's about, after 20, 30 years in a career, it's dredging out all that information and realising, actually, I have got something really valuable to say, 
And because of the testimonials and the evidence that Mark has put in his book, you know, I knew more or less straight away it was a really good book. You know, as a self-help book and as someone who's walked into WH Smith looking for a particular self-help book at a time in my life when I was really stressed, I could see, you know, I knew straight away that this book could have impact. And it's called Conversations with Impact. And it's it certainly, if you're not of a mind to want to go and see a therapist, if you're of a mind that you, you do need, you know, you do need, and the word is need, at that point, you're, you're in a bit of a crisis and you want to get some help. It's a really good book. You know, because it's from somebody who's got the experience, who's helped people. And I think you're right, Mark, does undersell what is delivered in that book. It, mm. it's, a, it's been a delight to work on and we've had some highs and lows with it because like like any author, when you're starting out on something like this, you'd never written a book before. You don't know whether you think it's going to be any good. You need the reassurance. So what David and I have done, we've we've both looked at it from different angles and We've both given that feedback many times. This is a really good product, Mark. And we, we don't want to work with any author where the book isn't good because that's bad for us. So it sounds like confidence is a, a really important part. And yeah. particularly maybe somebody that isn't making their career from writing. I yeah. guess if you are, you've been on courses, you've worked with people, yeah. teachers have looked at your work and you've got good feedback about your writing over the yeah, years yeah. and maybe your confidence has improved a little bit. Yeah, so yeah. so what you, what can someone do um, if they are new to writing or writing their first or maybe only book um, yeah. and they're not feeling confident about it? What ways can we find to help build that confidence? I mean, generally, this is where my coaching skills come in because my first response to somebody in that situation is, well, you know, what's the consequences if you don't? How long have you been thinking about writing this book? And what's your motivation for doing it? What, where are you, where are you driving to? What is it going to, what purpose is it going to give? It's going to be so much more than a business card. Take Mark, for example, you know, subject matter expertise. It's a, a, you know, it's a low cost entry point into you and your business. And, you know, somebody's going to read your book and they're going to think actually I can't do all this on my own or I want some help with Mark whether that's a one-to-one or maybe if he runs a course you know with a group of people on it he can jump on that um and my my view on it is you know if somebody wants to write a book has been thinking about it my job is to support them and hold their hand if you like I coined an expression a couple of years ago you you're jumping on the writing bus you're going on a journey there's going to be potholes there's going to be pitfalls the engine's going to you know stop some days you're going to run out of motivation and my job as part of the book writers resource is to keep people on that bus and to keep them going until they get to the end and a, a lot of the time it's understanding what they've got in their head that needs to come out because when you've, as a subject matter expert, for example, when you've been doing a job for so long, you've got excellence in you that is so just assumed. Well, that's just what I do. You hear people say that all the time. That's just what I do. But there are other people out there that don't know how to do what you do. They haven't done what you've done. You know, there's all this experience of people retiring from work. It's all going. You know, where where's it going? And mm. if you've if you've built up a level of experience and seniority in your industry. There's absolutely no reason why you shouldn't write a book. And in fact, I've been working with um, a lady at the moment. She's been beta testing a um, life story prototype I've been working on. And what she's highlighted from conversations I had with, have had with her is the breadth and depth of experience that she's had in her working life. And I'd 
wrongly assume that people wouldn't want to write about their working life when they come to write the life story, but they do. And there's so much experience that's going to waste that other people can learn from. So it's and that's the thing sometimes, isn't it? I think it sounds like it's that it's the other or the other people because we get worried about our, our confidence about ourselves and mm-hmm. you know sharing our book can feel like part of ourselves that we're sharing yes, but actually yeah. if we think more about where is this useful for the audience what are the audience yeah, going to get and, and yeah. put our focus on them rather than us i Absolutely. think sometimes that does help with confidence as yeah. well yeah and which is kind of what you're talking about there i think it is yeah, yeah. and also it's you know well what happens if you don't is it going to be one of those, you know, you, you sit in your rocking chair and you're in your, however old you are, you've got your telegram from the king, yeah. you know, you hit 100, you think, oh, I wish I'd done that now, you know, mm. um, and why not impart that experience, you know, and, and just because you, it is like learning to ride a bike or learning to drive a car, it feels really clunky, it feels really awkward, but actually, why not get your book out there? And, and there's... A really good example, I spoke to you about a lady called Norma before. She's 86 now. Mm. She wrote her first book a couple of years ago, an illustrated picture book. And she sent me a second story last year and said, can you help me produce this? And I said, yes. Mm. You know, it's an absolute joy. She'd written it on three or four scraps of paper. She got an idea about the illustrations. I project managed, find an illustrator for her. I embellished the story a little bit and made sure she, she was happy. So we kind of co-wrote it together. Yeah. And uh, the artists that we work with also, how about this, how about that, made some really good suggestions. So that's another joy about working with a good illustrator, especially when they've got commercial experience, because they will know what sells. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we turned her book, her story into a book, and if she's 86... You know, she got no fear whatsoever. She said, let's just get on with it. Let's if just Norma do it. If Norma can do it, then we can Absolutely. all. We should all be able to to give it a go. Great, <laughs> yeah. great. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think you know that. I think for me, that was the main thing that was coming out from from that. Really, is just this idea uh, of confidence. And the only other little bit was it, an interesting thing was working on the second edition of a book. Yes. You know, and uh, I wonder if people are doing that. What might be the sort of things that they they're looking out for in terms of working with the second edition? So in Mark's example, it was initially he said, I want to write a second edition. And I was like, well, the first book's really good. Why would you want to write a second edition? And obviously there were other experiences and other testimonials and additional experience that he'd gained or thought about. So when you're writing your first book, it is like learning to drive. You know, once you've passed your test, you're like, oh, thank goodness, the book's out there. Thank goodness for that. And it's on to other things. In retrospect, you can go back and you say, well, how can I improve the book? And in, in Mark's example, what he did, the illustrations are clearer, they're better. Some of the testimonials, um, the writing certainly flows a lot more easier than the first book. I've, I've just gone through a final pass of the second edition and it it does add a lot more value. Although the first book is really good. The second book is a much easier read, in my opinion. Mm. Um, so it's not something we've done before with an author where they've come back and done a second edition. Um, but again, what Mark's created is a template that he can adapt across a range of people and therapies, if you like, in terms of who he helps. So he can tailor his model. He's created a model. So he can tailor that model to suit different audiences, which is quite clever. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's something he's talked. We yeah. talked a little about in the interview that that, that option to open to widen that yes. out. You know, yeah, um, yeah. So it's but, created a really good structure yeah. and a really good process for mm. working through with an individual, which must help with your confidence as well, I suppose. Particularly also the structure of the book. You know, like actually, I've structured one book now. Mm. The the content of this is going to be different. It's going to be applicable to different people. Yeah. But actually, now I've got my structure. Mm-hmm. Actually, I wish I'd bought. Um, 10 ISBNs for uh, for a discount <laughs> yes, rate absolutely. rather than just the one, you know. Whereas initially you'd be like, 10? Well, ten, yeah. it's funny yeah. talking about Mark. He says, I don't want to do that again. And lo and behold, he's coming back now. He's done a second edition and he wants to write a third book. The Book Writers Resource podcast features advice from Mandy Ward and David Hamling. If you would like to hear more from them, visit www.tbwr.co.uk or email info at tbwr.co.uk. This was a Listening Shelf production presented by Ian Pringle.